Welcome to Living the Full Life, a show about enjoying an active and fulfilling life in and around McKinney and Collin County. Hear from local residents and experts about all the fun options available, including fitness and wellness, social events and activities, fine dining, outdoor recreation, and so much more. Brought to you by Touchmark at Emerald Lake, this is Living the Full Life. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thanks for joining us for our video podcast. I'm Christina Hoskin with Touchmark, and we're talking about living the full life in McKinney, Texas. I'm very excited about our topic today. We're talking about Collin County history, and joining me today is Kristen Spaulding. She's the director of the Collin County History Museum, and before we jump into all the exciting new exhibits, let's talk about the building you're in, because the building you're in is in downtown McKinney, it's kind of a historical place on its own. It is. We have a beautiful historic building. Uh, they laid the cornerstone in 1911 and they opened their doors January 2 of 1913. It was the federal building for our area. Um, the Not only the post office, but the federal savings bank. And it's just beautiful. It's Beaux-Arts dental molding and terraza. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful, people come just to see the building. <laughs> we, have, we have beautiful fuse boxes, you know, we, we do. Iron staircases, beautiful. Yeah. So, so the Collin County History Museum, it's a nonprofit. Tell me a little bit about this organization. Yes, we are. We're a 501c3, um, definitely volunteer organization, um, very active board, uh, a staff. Our staff is volunteers. I started as, as a volunteer. Um, but it's it's we're the little museum that could we we um, we do all we can um, and we are free museums so that is our mission we want to be available to everyone of course we are we keep the lights on through our donations and grants but we are a free museum and everyone is welcome so what's the vision and mission of your of the Collin County History Museum well we are the trusted custodians of Collin County history and uh, and and from a personal um, standpoint, I want to honor the people uh, of Collin County. Um, so many wonderful people have, have come through Collin County. They, they may have come for one reason or another. They stay for maybe even yet another reason. They make their mark. They do something wonderful. Um, and I, I like to remember the people um, who have done, especially just the ordinary people who have done really amazing things. And they laid the groundwork for what we're enjoying now. Right, right. And this is a perfect introduction to this amazing new exhibit. It's called Created in Collin County. So tell me about this. What does this what does this entail? Well, we at the museum we have um, a new exhibit. We we actually have because we're a historic building, it, it's a relatively small space, approachable, um, comfortable. Um, but we can't show everything we have. So every three to five years we have a new exhibit. Um, We've, in the recent years, we had Colin McKinney's 250th birthday. We've had World War I commemoration. Um, this new exhibit is called um, Created in Collin County. And it's a way to weave together some stories that haven't been told, um, some things that are, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, or, oh, wow, I didn't know that. That's, that's the idea. Uh, there's so many great things. And how did it come to you to, to think of pulling all this together? I was so amazed at, at the way oh, all these little you. nuggets. <laughs> thank you. Uh, walking through the archives. Wow, we should show this thing. Okay, wow, we should throw, show this thing. And then, okay, how can I weave that together? <laughs> how can I weave that together? And, and it's 
I'm very happy with the results. So this is all kinds of people, ideas, businesses that have had a connection to or generated in Collin County. That's right. So I'm going to hear, you can come and learn about doctors, um, education leaders, business leaders, but there's also some famous faces. Oh, so tell yeah. me about some of these Absolutely. famous faces people can expect to Absolutely. learn about. Well, Audie Murphy. Audie Murphy. Okay. So Hunt County and Collin County, we can, we can both share Audie Murphy. Um, he was actually born in rural Collin County. Um, and, and he was a hometown boy who went off to war and was the most decorated soldier of World War II. Um, but then he went on to have a film career too. So a lot of people know the name Audie Murphy and the younger people need to know about Audie Murphy. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, we love sharing his story. Um, Dickie Jones, Dick Jones started out um, as a rodeo um, star at four years old um, and got the part of Disney's Pinocchio in, when he was nine years old um, and then went on after that um, to be um, a movie star westerns. He, he did all kinds of cool things but that little voice in your head um, is Dickie <laughs> Jones from McKinney so yeah, oh, his dad is, was a newspaper man in McKinney. So, that yeah. is delightful. Now modern day I was surprised that Barney the Dinosaur. Yes. My children watched Barney and Wishbone. Um, they were filmed in Allen, in a sound, stu sound studio in Allen. Even Dallas, Dallas from the 80s, uh, JR. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that, that was Collin County you're seeing in the background and, and just the concepts. It's Texan, it's very, mm -hmm. um, it's iconic. Okay, I love this. And it's so fascinating. Like you get just pulled into all of the stories when you're there. I really loved that section on athletic athleticism. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about um, Olympics yeah. all the way up to some modern sports. So yeah. tell me some of the stars that people will see. Well, we the last Super Bowl. Uh, we had two from Collin County um, that won the last Super Bowl. We love it. Um, you know, starting this exhibit is also kind of mirroring the Industrial Revolution. So starting 1900, 1910, people had a way to drive around and, and could go farther or quicker. Um, they also could take jobs off the farm and preserve food so they didn't have to worry about putting food on the table every day. And, and that gave them a little more leisure. So um, the athletics that we know today, the football, the baseball, <laughs> that really all started back, oh, electric lights. I mean, things like that uh, really took off. Um, and then of course, then the athletes grew, you know, the children wanted to be athletes and they um, aspired to win championships. But we've got, you know, Olympians, we've got um, uh, just, just so many uh, golfers, Tom Kite, Brittany Lang, um, the first two, I'm sorry, number the, the second and third women to ever win American women to ever win the all-around Olympics. Carly Patterson, Nasty Lucan, they trained it in Plano. Amazing. So this is Collin County, so we can That's right. We can pretty much touch onto every sport through Collin County. So. Part of the history I loved was when you told me about how ice and how being able to have ice changed everything. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so so people came to Collin County area in 1840s. Um, we didn't get ice till 1880s. Imagine that. Imagine <laughs> going through the summers and not having a cold drink. Um, ice was a big deal, and they would harvest it up north and they'd ship it via rail, but it didn't happen until 1880s. <laughs> um, and then sooner or later, we were able to produce our own. And that story, in and of itself, is is fascinating. I think, um, of course, the first place to get ice you can imagine 
a saloon, but <laughs> but that's okay, you know, right? You know, we tell the story of the saloons too. That's right. Right? We had historic saloons. Yeah. So um, we also voted for prohibition in 1902. <laughs> so, but we have the saloons. That's we, right. We, we, we've lived the full life that's in right. County, right? That's right. Yeah. I was so impressed with some of the progressive ideas for maybe education or medicine that really took place and started right in Collin County. What are yeah. some of those that are your favorite stories to tell? Well, and, and these, honestly, those are the stories that, that kind of started the whole thing for me. I, I wanted to tell these stories that we haven't, you know, um, that haven't made the other exhibits so far. The very first bilingual school in the U.S. Um, was developed by Marie Louisa Vega, and she started um, with her husband coming to Collin County um, doing mission work with the migrant workers, and she developed the very first model of, of a bilingual school um, when she noticed that the kids weren't able, weren't speaking enough English to be educated in the regular schools, but also weren't learning the academics in Spanish at home. Um, so she put that together and figured out you got to teach both. And then she went on to the collegiate level, you know, um, the, the universities and developed the program further mm -hmm. and won big awards nationally. But she's, she's one of my favorite stories from Collin County. Um, Brigadier General uh, Darnell. Uh, was able to understand that chlorinating the water took care of typhus. And to this day, in municipal water um, plants, they, they use the same technology that he developed so long ago. There's just so many big ideas um, that we have a little part of. It's just amazing. Uh, yeah. One that is a little more modern was Mr. Ross Perot. Yeah. And his impact yeah. on Colin County. Yeah. Legacy Business Park was a lot of acres Right. 3,000 some odd acres and there was nothing there and he saw this uh, this plan that where he could move his company there and then wow we could get some other big corporations there we could get some corporate headquarters here mm -hmm. and now there is this amazing um, group of businesses that have brought all kinds of business leaders and their families and their workers and all the people that work for them to the Collin County area um, increase the population I mean, it's just, it's almost, Quite a bit. <laughs> it's almost hard to even like figure out how to measure the impact of what it, he's it, done it's true. because you it's think true. about the population, the tax base. I mean, it's, it's incredible to me. And the ideas that, and all that, the ideas that, right, come, right, the, that are being developed still, yes, I mean, that, you know, yeah. all the brain power. Yeah, right, right. Oh my gosh. I'm loving it. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, okay. but when we come back, I want to talk about the railroad because there was a lot of changes that happened when the railroad came through. And I want to talk a little bit about another project that was near and dear to your heart, the veteran cemetery. All right, everyone, thank you so much. We will be right back with a lot more about the Collin County History Museum and their new exhibit created in Collin County. Stay with us. Touchmark at Emerald Lake is a full service community. That means that we have independent living, assisted living, memory care. The care is individualized to what people's needs are. We want to bring engagement to people's lives. We want really the full life where people meet new friends, they have things to do every day, and it's a totally different experience than what maybe they thought was going to happen at Touchmark. Touchmark is different. We're excited to show you why. 
Even though Touchmark's new to McKinney, Texas, we're not new to senior living. Touchmark has been around for 40 years, providing service to families and individuals uh, that whole time. This is something that we love to do and we take great pride and honor in providing services to seniors. We believe and work every day to make Touchmark communities communities. It's great to help people have more fulfilling and enriching lives. It's part of our culture and who we are. Hi everyone, welcome back. It's been a great podcast so far. We're talking to Kristen Spaulding. She is the director of the Collin County History Museum and she's really a history aficionado, to tell you the truth. I cannot even pick enough of her brain to get all the stories out of there. But one of them that she shared with me and I would love for you to explain is how the railroad changed Northern Texas in a way that was really surprising to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I would even say more than the railroad. I would just say transportation in general. Um, at one time, McKinney was bigger and more important than Dallas. That's no what blows my mind. <laughs> right? So the railroad um, created, everything was created in Collin County, right? Uh, goes back to our theme, um, created opportunities for distribution. So businesses had a place to sell the things that they could create in Collin County or farm in Collin County. Um, of course, that brought the businesses as well. It also we also had passenger service starting then. Um, but then we there's the inner urban, and that allowed people to go from city to city and and work where they were most efficient. Um, and then you have automobiles. And then people could go where and when they wanted to. But um, all of these things created um, not only business opportunities, but also a hospitality environment mm -hmm. in Collin County, um, hotels and restaurants and, and even services. You have to take care of all these people that are coming in. Um, and it really was um, the thing that, that grew Collin County into what it is today. Interesting, it's interesting to think of how different that would have been if Dallas hadn't then become such a huge right. metroplex. And, and I would had, argue that transportation grew Dallas as well. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Right. And it had, and McKinney and Collin County yeah. had continued yeah. and surpassed it. Your brain says that. How does that work? <laughs> well, and interesting, you know, people came to Collin County to farm. They thought they were going to be farmers and little did they know that, that the technology was going to take them in a different direction and they grew with it. it, it it's really interesting. Okay, one of the things I love about the museum is the way you've put together kind of a multimedia mm -hmm. uh, experience. Yeah. So tell tell us what people can expect when they come to your yeah. know, Collin County History Museum. Well, again, we're free museum. So we have people who come in, oh, we just saw you. We're going to stop in for a minute. And we have people who make a destination of it. Um, but either way, there's a lot to see. And we're free, so you can come however often you like. But there, there's something for everyone and all ages. Um, we have artifacts and, and stories. You can just read, walk, and, 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 and mm -hmm. walk around the museum and experience it that way. But then we also have iPads that we, we lend you while you're at the museum. And on the iPads, we have a program where you can find out a little deeper about the things you're seeing. Um, and maybe, you know, you, you're interested in this one. Oh, I really want to see that one. And it, it lets you customize your visit to what you're interested in. I thought that was amazing. I oh, loved how you. you linked videos from yeah. the National Archives. So the, kiddo, the kiddos like the videos and it gives them some. And also say you are the reader and then say you have a grandchild who is 
the technology person and and oh hey look at this and it works real it, again there's something for everyone but the kids in particular really like the videos and then oh and then they'll read <laughs> so it's a little sneaky too but uh, it was amazing you showed me the video of just the mail service from the yeah. early 1900s something so simple something I'd never seen before yeah. but you just it's just so yeah. amazing to watch a horse-drawn carriage and yeah. the mailman lean out and just an amazing little snippet of video I love this exhibit. I loved oh, going to you. it. And I am really impressed with the amount of artifacts and little nuggets and things. And these have come to you through donations or through? Yes, everything we have has been donated to us and we are grateful for. And I'll tell you the other thing I really love about the museum. And people come to see the museum, but they also come and they tell me their stories. And I love that too. I love, you know, yes, we have stories, but I learn something every day. And I just love talking to the people that know things that I don't and, and share that with me. Uh, I love it. I love it. Now, there was another project that you also loved that yes. just wrapped not long ago. Yes. And um, I'm going, honestly, I just have to take a break because I have to do other things. <laughs> but yes, tell me a little bit about this uh, amazing project that you took on and how you got there. Right, so I came in as a, as a volunteer oh, seven years ago, it seems crazy, long ago. Um, and I I love genealogy work, I love people. I want I love the stories of, of people and it was the World War One exhibit, we were commemorating World War One, and I found that one of our veterans um, died in service in France and had an unmarked grave. Oh. And I cannot fathom that. So the VA provides headstones, but you have a lot of paperwork. So um, he is buried in the historic uh, black cemetery of McKinney. And then that was, wow, that's cool too. Um, big cleanup there. There's a big restoration there that would happen to be going on at the same time. So I um, gathered all the young people I could find and we helped inventory that cemetery. And then I, started working on getting grave markers for veterans that had unmarked graves. And I started with one and then I got the group of honor students and I taught them how to research and it was just wonderful. And I think we've gotten seven, eight by now and there's still probably that many to go. Um, now that I'm director, I have responsibilities. But anyway, so I, will, I will get back to that project and, and continue. A lot of work. I, I, you know, you have to not only improve military service, but find family. Right. But there's it's, probably a it's lot. It's so gratifying. It's the right thing to do. And I agree. And there's a lot of steps to get that. Yeah. yeah. But there is a portion of the museum that you have yeah. with that's really beautiful and moving yeah. that has stories of I took my veterans. project and I, 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 I took over. We have a veteran section of the museum where we rotate. Um, which veterans we honor, and there's so many. We just constantly have veterans that we want to honor there. And right now, that story is there from the Ross Cemetery, and and there's videos. There, there's there's it's, it seems it's all the projects that I've done in the last five years. It's kind of it's my it's my it's my heart that um, I love that project. It's so. very moving to see the imagery of these um, soldiers and veterans and hear these stories and see yeah. little things that they might have had with them like yeah. things in their kid or yeah. things it's very very powerful and yeah. what what a wonderful way to honor these men who've served i bet that was keeping their memory alive ha just having a headstone where they lived they served and they deserve to be recognized that, that's 
that, that's what I think anyway. And as you tracked down family, what was the response? Did you? Oh, they, they, they well, okay, so the, the, the young man that died didn't live long enough to have a family of his own. So after his siblings passed and his parents passed, who's going to remember this young man? And traditionally, that cemetery would have been covered in wood crosses, but they don't last that long. So mm -hmm. it's not that he was neglected or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just that at this point, um, the cemetery was needing needing more. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's, it's a beautiful cemetery, just beautiful. Uh, I'm really glad that I got the opportunity to. And it must have been uh, rewarding. It is. It that still is. Felt good. It still is. And there's more work to do. I, I okay. mean, Noah's close to, yeah. I think there's, we found at least 1,200 gray, 1,200 names of people we know are buried there. There's only 400 markers, 425, wow. something like that. Yeah, so there's, a, and the, you there's know, the veterans are what I really latched on to, um, 60, 70 veterans total. But um, but anyway, that it's, it's, it's just because of um, the, Traditions, uh, you know, uh, didn't get replenished. You know, those red crosses didn't get replenished. Mm -hmm. But anyway, mm -hmm. I'm I'm glad to uh, to be able to contribute that. So um, I, I've loved having you here today. Well, thank you. I love what your work is doing. Is there anything else about your created in Collin County exhibit that you'd want to talk about before we conclude? Well, I, I really do hope people will come see it. Um, like I said, there's something for everyone. Um, but the stories, and we're always adding to it too, by the way, there's always a new new something that I'm working on. Um, the city right now is doing their, their tiny doors. We have a tiny exhibit that we're very <laughs> proud of. Um, so many fun things to do with the museum. Excellent. And you're, and are you, is it ready? You had said before it was a soft open. We're so. in soft opening so right now. So 99%? We haven't, yeah, we're like 85. But 80, <laughs> we're, we're, the, the physical part of the exhibit's done, okay. but there's no limit to the, the digital part of the exhibit. Oh, I bet. And I change, I, I will mm -hmm. add to it daily. Somebody will walk in, walk in with a picture. I'm like, go in it. I, um, I've got it added in almost immediately. That's a really good point. So even though the building has a small footprint, yeah. the digital opens That's right. it to be That's right. incredible. I mean, you can That's go right. and add things forever. That's right. And okay. again, we don't want to be overwhelming with it. Right, you, right. you can take small pieces yeah. of it, um, but you can go as deep as you want if, right. you're, if you're a reader and you enjoy reading about the, the details. Well, we're getting it on the Touchmark calendar because we're Love not it. going to miss it. So thank you so Love much it. for joining us today. I loved visiting with thank you. Thank you. And we thank you for also joining us for this podcast. We'll have more Living the Full Life and we hope we'll see you then.